and welcome to C-Lab, the Customer Education Laboratory, where we explore how to build customer education programs, experiment with new approaches, and exterminate the myths and bad advice that stop growth dead in its tracks. I'm Dave Darrington, and today we're stepping aside from our normal format to bring you the first of a two-part presentation, which was given at the Bay Area Customer Education Meetup on January 31st, 2019. Special thanks go to Adam Evermescu for organizing this event and to Chrissy Hollingshead of HEAP for making it possible. Now, if you'd like to see what's being talked about in this presentation, check out our C-Lab YouTube channel, and we have a bit.ly link, bit.ly slash C-Lab 15. That's C-E-L-A-B 15. That will take you right to this episode. Enjoy. Once again, I'm Dave Darrington. I am the Director of User Education, User Enablement at Azuqua, still customer education. I am really thankful that you invited me down, Adam, to, to join you because I've, I've wanted to come see how you do things. Now, I am down from Seattle, so love this town, love coming down here. And today, we're gonna talk about iPass and connecting your education data into the bigger picture, into your ecosystem. How do you get out of a silo, effectively, where you have your learning data? now? Uh, bear with me. I am going to talk about integrations. Stuff, stuff does exist already. So let's continue. Let's get into this here. My question for you is, as a customer education professional, how much do you think about the data that's coming in to your learning management system? Just kind of a show of hands. Okay, good. About half of you. Sometimes we don't have to because ideally our learning management system should handle most of the hard work, the heavy lifting, the things that we need to do from a day-to-day -day basis, right? So what I'm interested in is thinking beyond like, okay, I built my curriculum. I got all this stuff in place. I put it in my learning management system and then what, right? That's where, again, we're gonna get to like data-driven solutions, but I'm gonna talk about how do we start working with that data and getting it into other systems and connecting the fabric of, of your learning ecosystem, right? Connecting into your company and, and helping to express visibility, all right? All right, so I, I tried to do this Pekka Kucha style, the 20 minutes and 20 slides, I'm gonna fail. So I've got about 20 slides, but then I wanna demo some stuff. I wanna show you some stuff and get off the slides and onto a product. And I actually have a demo that you can interact with too today. So I hope that will be fun and eye-opening. All right, so let's continue here. You know this person, right? That's me half the time. I don't have such long hair, but I think about data a lot, right? Data for customer education nerds. I'm a customer education nerd. I love data. I love working with the numbers and crunching them as much as I do presenting to people. And so I said already, we, we have our respective learning management systems. Sometimes we don't, we're building up to that. What are we gonna do, right? We're gonna ask for the name of a person, their email address, where they work, their account, all this kind of stuff. And then, all right, what do we do with that? Well. Obviously, you want to get into things, and, and Linda, we were just on a, a recording a little bit ago, and we were talking about this, this very much thing. What's your completion rate? How many learners did you have? What content are they looking at? These are all the questions that we have as customer educators, right? And we want to think about outside that ecosystem, too, not just about us. Where are we going then? Now, the thing about data is, and I don't know if you've done this, I've built a lot of stuff, um, and I'll tell you my pain points in my story here, but when you start talking about data, for many of us, it gets scary, right? It gets scary. You have to think about, oh, a database and SQL queries, and I don't want to think about that, but we kind of have to. So let's continue here. So let me tell you my story and how I got involved with many of you in this room. So this is kind of representative of a report that I might generate. At 
Gainsight, now I work at Azuko now, but formerly I was at Gainsight, so those of you who have no and love or not so much, Gainsight, know that it's really fantastic for visualizing information in a way that's relatable to a customer success manager or team. Not just those teams you can get out into marketing and other stuff, but my pain point is that my manager at the time said, Dave, I wanna see a report with the business objectives and metrics and I wanna see how you mapped it. I wanna see how you're doing, what your learners, what your completion, all that stuff I just talked about, right? Now, for me to get that report out, it was not so easy at the time. And I know we work together a lot on this kind of stuff, Jesse, and we were able to like export it and start manipulating and ultimately get it with an integration into Gainsight. And then I could start doing other things. But it, that wasn't the end of the story, right? I, again, I wanted to know things like my completion rates. I want to know how many accounts are in training, all this kind of stuff. Now, my pain point is this, and I'm interested to know if any of you have this similar re reporting problem. It took me hours to do this hours, right? I download some data from one source and I download some data from another source, right? I go to Salesforce and export my accounts and then I export my learners and I get them into a database and it was insane, right? I wanted to automate that. That's, that took me like half a day every week to get this really nice juicy report that my executive team wanted. I didn't want to do that every day. I'm absolutely not lazy, but I'm lazy when it comes to data. I want my data to go where my data needs to go. I want my data to get in the hands of the people that need to have it, right? I don't waste time. All right, so, so that's my pain point. I started thinking, is there a better way to action upon and work with and visualize this data that would save me that time? So that was the beginning of the, of, of the journey. And let's see, I like to start out with outcomes. Now, I know some of you are gonna see this and go, yeah, I saw that slide before. This is what we ended up with. We started, to developing, uh, started developing these dashboards in Gainsight that would allow you to allow anybody to like start getting answers. What are my outcomes? My outcomes is I want to help increase ARR. You know, is that causation? Is it correlation? We just had a great talk about that. We keep talking about that. I want to demonstrate ROI for my customer education team. That's the baseline of this. So up at the left, uh, top left, that's a report that's showing a difference between the people, accounts that have active learners of my product versus accounts that don't. This number here is a time to value, right? What's that first point after we got implementation done and, and the team is using the product? How can I show that our stuff worked and helped? And here you could see the average time to value without training, without customer education was like 135 days. Oh my God, days. Over on the right, 36, that's a month. Okay, it's a dramatic change. Now it would change for everybody and every organization depending on the complexity of your product. But this is a, a staggeringly important report. You put that in, on, in front of your sales team, your executive team, they're gonna go, whoa, okay, you need, you need help. We need, we need to get you a bigger team, right? Yeah, I hope so. Maybe a raise? Well, okay. All right, so over here, the next one is how can I influence sales? All right, I, sometimes we don't con constantly think about that, particularly like right now I'm in a position where my team isn't really, we're not charging for training or anything, but I wanna help the sales team to ena you know, enable and empower the customers coming in through them. So here's another chart where I can show uh, when I closed an opportunity related to somebody going out and looking at some of the training material. That's, that's pretty big too. And then finally down the bottom, that was my master report. I constantly, because Gaines, it's all about CSMs, we had scores of CSMs, and they call me every day, many times a day saying, hey, Dave, uh, Jim, um, I, I, don't, I don't think he's getting it. Is he in training or not? Has he done anything? Has he looked at anything? I'm like, go look. 
You've got that bookmark, right? Go look at that report. And that report tells you everything, when they, they did the training, what they did, how many things there's, and there was a you know, couple or three different reports in different granular details. So all that information got into Gainsight. Pretty uh, painful at first, but point being, this was painful. I don't know if you've tried to do this kind of thing. This is painful. It takes a lot of time to roll up your data. We are, we are blessed to have integrations. You know, Skilljar and LearnDot, you guys have integrations with Salesforce, for example. But I want to see about how we can go further, because that's not the end of the journey. So let's go to the next slide here. Now, yeah, I work for Azuqua. Now, there's a reason why, and in fact, Azuqua saved my butt, right? Saved my bacon. I was trying to do those reports, and I was able to automate all my stuff completely and in concert with an integration that I had and with Azuqua itself. I was able to do some phenomenal things and take what took me four hours a week to zero, right? The, the reports and all that stuff was being produced automatically. Guess what? I used that time to go do more training, to develop stuff, to do instructor-led, to do on-demand. It really saved me a lot of time. So what I'm looking for here is liberating data. I think if you're like me, you're going to want to visualize your stuff. You get into Tableau, get into uh, some BI platform, get into your data lake, data warehouse, whatever you want to do. You want to get your data from your LMS to other people too, not just you. You want to share that information so that others can see, yeah, I'm doing a good job, but not just that. There's a channel. We in customer education talk a lot about like how we aren't siloed. We got to work with other teams. We're scrappy. I'm a team of one right now. I've been up to a team of four before. It just depends on what you're doing, where you're at, what resources you have. You got to work smart. We got to be scrappy. So I could do all these things. I can automate a lot of my stuff. And I could not only build to those reports, I could start taking action on that data in interesting and novel ways. If I see a learner is having a problem, send an email or send a Slack to somebody, a Slack message to somebody on my customer success team who has that account and have them follow up. This we can do to liberate your data. So really, really fun. So again, the, the point here, what I want to tap in on is that I am not a developer. Yeah, I program Python, I've done SQL Server, whatever. I don't do that day to day. I forget about it. I needed something that helped me do that easily, quickly. And, th and that's where I found iPass, Zuqua being one player in that space. So has anybody of you heard iPass before or not like the highway system? Anybody know what that term means? Dude, did I have it written up there? All right, yeah, you got it. Integration platform as a service. And what does that mean? It means that, so the same kind of integrations that we often have that help us move data into Salesforce or into HubSpot or to whatever kind of platform that we want, that's integration. P is a platform. Platforms, we keep all your stuff there, right? You have one place where well, we talk Game of Thrones, so let's talk uh, Lord of the Rings now. One, one ring to rule them all, right? I've got a way to interconnect to any, many systems and get all that data to where it needs to go. So it's a platform serving up all those, that connectivity. And I can reach in and pull and push and do whatever I want to do. And then as a service, duh, you know, software as a service. This is just another one of the as a services. Okay, cool. So um, I, I have to thank one person at Gainside, Marie Forshaw, that got me to this because I'd never even heard of that. Have any, has anybody of you heard of Azuqua, for example? Couple of you? Okay. Have you played around with it before? No? Okay. Well, you're going to get the chance today. You're going to at least see the back end of it and hopefully you'll get excited about it because that's why I'm here. All right. Let's go to the next slide. Fun slide. Um, okay. So what I like to, to talk about here in this picture, what's going on here, imagine your ecosystem. So because we're in the SaaS-based economy now, we've got all these applications that are out in the cloud doing different stuff. Man, I'd sure like to talk to all of them and do stuff with them. And well, without some kind of a platform to, to help you do that, you're probably going to be spending a lot of time either asking your vendor to, hey, can I get a connector for this? And they're going to go look at you and go, well, that's going to cost $20,000. Nope. 
nor do they want to spend the time, nor do I want to spend the time to do that or the money. I want something that makes it easy. So there's all these different things out there. And you can see, if you Google iPass, you're going to find a lot of them. I'll talk about some of them at different ends and where Azuqua falls into that and why I landed there. So you heard about Zapier, right? Zapier is ha rhymes with happier. Love it. If this, then that maybe, right? Those are great point-to-point -point type things. I want to do one thing and I'll do it well. Zapier's got, oh my God, we actually... We, we live in concert with them. They're really good for doing those single point, hey, a, a new person signs up, creates an account in Salesforce, I want that to go into some other platform. Okay, cool, it does that, it does that in spades. So that's one end of it, and this, if this and that, they're more like consumer you know, um, uh, user type stuff, fun stuff that you'd wanna play with on your own time, but not necessarily good for enterprise, right? On the high end, you guys know MuleSoft, or heard of them, Del Boomi. Those are the guys that are the ones that are, they are more um, IT, centric, right? If, if you go and I, I don't know if anybody is here from, from MuleSoft, but I happen to work with a lot of them. It's, there's a lot to learn. You actually really need to, to aspire to certification to be good because there's a lot at risk if you don't get things just right. And, and it's not necessarily easy to do. Now, of course, that's probably changed over time, but they are more IT driven. And that's the point. So in the middle, you have a number of different things. I think Workado is one, Trade.io, you probably heard about. Azuqua, we're one of the players in that market. And I, I don't want to make this too much of a sales pitch. And if you're interested in learning about it, I'll leave my cards out and you can ask me questions or come visit and play around because it's I have to say it's freaking fun it's fun to see how I can make things and I can do it right it's not I don't have to go to a developer and say hey can you make me this Python script that does it nope all right so let me move on a little bit and if you have questions go ahead raise your hand because this is in, in, interactive I think I've talked about everything I want yeah and I've talked about my claimer I, I disclaimer I work I work for Zuqua, sorry. Uh, but I worked there because it solved my, saved my bacon at Gainsight and I really loved it. And then I actually did a webinar with them at one point and I walked out of the room and they said, can you come work for us? I'm gonna give you a job offer tomorrow. Oh, wow, okay. All right, let's, let's talk about some other stuff. So this slide, uh, I'm sure you've slipped and fall, fallen over data before, right? Things aren't working or connecting right, I can't do a join, whatever. Let me tell you why I think integrations alone Right, and we're talking a Salesforce type integration with your learning management system. They're awesome, I've used them prolifically, but you wanna go a little bit further and sometimes they don't solve all your problems. And what might be those problems? Well, for me, bad data. Nothing is gonna stop somebody from going to my learning management system using a weird email address that's, maybe they use Gmail, not, they don't use their corporate account, right? What I want them to show and express is their corporate account. All kinds of things can happen. I can have gaps in my data. I might have a learner in my LMS and not have them in Salesforce or HubSpot. Oh my God, if you, have you ever had to do like reconcile? Because then I'm like taking this person, okay, I manually have to go and fill these gaps. And that's why that report took me forever to get to. So that's crazy. Bad data quality is a big, big point of contention for me. Let me see. So we've got a couple other things. You might have just a, let's use the word ginormous, okay? Really, really big amount of data. And when you have some integrations, like for example, in Salesforce, you get paid for transactions and data, or you have to pay for transactions and data. If you have a lot of it, more than you need, why, do you, why are you porting all that in there? What do you need it for? Why not get to that point of that destination, just what you need, and normalize it in the right format? Speaking of normalized, what if you're trying to reconcile accounts to people that are in the system and make sure that you don't have gaps or data or missing information? You want to resolve all of these problems. That's why I say, and hopefully it's not too radical, that integrations that are stock aren't everything. You can benefit by having this platform as a service, integration platform as a service, to help you address those other kinds of problems, data integrity, cleanup. I want, like, somebody wants a, another report and they're over here. So I want to send, here's another good case. 
I want to take for partner enablement, I want to be able to coordinate with a project manager that's on site and give them an export of all the learning records of all their team members and help enable them. But maybe my platform can't handle that. I'm not going to show them Salesforce. So think about these, let them stick in your head a little bit. And with that in mind, for some of you responded to the survey I sent out through the Customer Education Heroes Slack, I asked about like how many of you integrate with you know, something like Salesforce? And most of you said, yeah, almost 90% said, yep, I do it. Okay, cool. That's a, that's a good thing. So it means we're thinking at least about the integration. But what do you want to do with that data, right? What is happening? Now, this is a picture of a deck that I share with my leadership at Gainsight. Since I, I love working with data so much, I started laying out a play for customer education that spanned pre-sales and marketing to onboarding to adoption to renewals to dealing with traditional customer success problems that you have. See, here you see a few of them, like a new customer. I want the new customer on board. I don't want to think about it. I just want it to happen. I might have a new training module that pops out. Well, if I know the person and I know I have this thing, maybe I'm doing a release or, or I'm, I'm adding some modules about release. Like this is the latest release of our product and here's this training. Now I can document that somebody's gone through it and they've gotten some lift. So the sky's the limit. You're looking at all kinds of different plays, helping to defer churn. Again, we talk a lot about customer success. This is customer success through customer education. But one of the things that I think is really good is not just data, not just reports, but also calls to action. What can I do for my learners and help them and nudge them and get them new content and such like that. Okay, so the next question I had asked uh, was, do you have any automation in place to help your customer? Like, uh, what, are you, what are you doing with low test scores? Now, you can see the answer to this was predominantly no, right? These are not the normal things you're doing. These are the other things that we're trying to do. Uh, and I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna demo some stuff today to show you how I play around with that kind of data and I can automate taking action upon it. For one is a, a learner in crisis, right? How, how do I, I see somebody, they're getting really low test scores, they're taking tests and quizzes and exam, and they're just coming up in the red all the time. Well, if I'm not looking at that autumn daily, and I don't because I got a lot to do, I wanna do something with that. So that's where we're, we're trying to get to here. So let me go further. So again, in this poll I sent out, I tried to survey everybody and to figure out what you're interested in doing. And on this and the next slide, I've teased out a couple of things and then I've made some demos that respond to those needs to show you a little bit more about like what, how I would approach a solution to that. And these kinds of problems are not ones that would be uh, arguably not perfect for uh, my vendor to address, right? I'm good, am, because it might be anything that, because I might want to do one thing and not another thing. And if they try to do that, it'd take them a lot of time and money. So we're going to do it ourselves, right? We're going to get crafty. Some of the things you want to do, automate that report. I'm not doing it. It's get done automatically. I have a report right now that gets generated and sent to my boss and the BI team every week at midnight on Thursday night. And it gets all my data in a nice file. And they're like, cool, I just take that into Tableau and I work with it, good, done. I didn't do anything, it's just there and it's accurate because I tested the heck out of it. Other things you wanna make your data actionable, I talked about this already and we're gonna show you how to do that. And then, again, I've talked about this, providing data to the people that need it most. People that need it be in, make decisions with that data. Isabel, I'll let you carry that topic a little bit further. Some of the things that people talked about, and I'm, I have a, I, sp I spent a decent amount of time in this first one. Somebody said, hey, I'd really like to have a choose your own adventure learning journey. How's that sound? A customized for an on-demand type regime. You know, somebody says, I know this, I know that, and I'm not gonna, no, I need to learn about this, this, and this. 
Well, we can do that. Next up, what if, I, uh, what if I've completed a couple training modules, and, and many systems do this automatically, but if it doesn't, you can serve up a link. Say, hey, I saw you did this one and this one, but you know what, because you did those two, I have a little bit of business logic that says, you might wanna go out and listen to this recording or get do this module. So that's cool. And then finally, feedback. Learning NPS, right? I know we have the business NPS, but I wanna see that segment of the market. I wanna learn about what you as a learner think about my work. Yeah, that's infuriating sometimes because you might say something that hurts my feelings, but you know, I'm over that. Uh, I'm going to screw up. I'm making mistakes. And especially in customer education where we're small and growing, we need that information. So let's talk about a couple things. Now I'm going to open up a Zooka here and I'm going to show you some of the things that I've done with it. Definitely talk about onboarding and maybe we'll onboard one of my employees live. I'm sure they'll get a kick out of that. I can do that. But, you know, onboarding is one of those big use cases here that I think is predominant uh, in, in all of us. And it's really hard to do. And I will say that I haven't totally cracked that nut at Azuqua quite yet, because what I want to do is build an automated play. And I'm working towards that. Some of the things that I could show you. And if you want to see some of the other things I, that I've got after this, after we all talk, um, come see me and I'll, I'll show you. So we're going to talk about, let's, let's go ahead and dump out of this and let's get into the product. And I'll show you what's going on. All right, just for full disclosure, let me open this up, maximize this guy. So right now in Jesse and Linda, don't cry. <laughs> this is my academy right now. Uh, because I came to work for a really entry-level startup, they didn't have anything, we didn't have a learning management system. I went ahead and I just laid it all out, right? I got it done, next step, gonna talk to folks about that. But here, I've got all my curriculum. If you click on one of these, you'll see I've got a video, I've got a workbook that people can do hands-on, I've got a quiz that you can take. Now, in the back end, I've got this all connected in so that I can look and see what you've done. If you take take the quiz, hey, I know, props to you. Good job, Jesse, you did that, you got the quiz. They're easy quizzes, but nonetheless, they're important. So that's what I'm starting with. That's my fake out LMS. I'm not really that proud of it, but it serves a point. So let me show you one of my, okay, this is, um, so this is Azuqua. Uh, if you've never seen this before, first time you look at it, you're like, oh my God, what, is, what am I looking at here? Well, notice this isn't code, right? That would scare the heck out of you, right? It scares the heck out of me. You start looking at that and like, how do I build a connector? I'm not going to do that. What Azuqua does is it allows you very easily to say, oh, I've got a Gmail account. Good. Type in my username and password. Done. Okay. That's a connector. Connection. I want to talk to Slack. Here's my account information. Got Got a Slack account in there, good. And then here's my LMS, great. Add that information in there. Like you can use OAuth or whatever. Then Salesforce, hip, add that, configure that. I've got all these things connected across my entire company. All the tools that I use and, I, I'm, uh, and other people use, more importantly, are already there. So that's what this what platform does. What you're seeing right here is a welcome message. Okay, so what we've got here is a flow that's an onboarding flow. I have a simple form. Now I can drop this form on a page. Now if I go to test this, it would just ask me for an email address. You know, dave at azuqua.com would be my email address. I enter that in there, and I'm not going to do this live. But it will start to run, and what it's going to do is various different steps. So let's, let's I don't want to bore you. I'll just show you the highlights of this. Uh, at the top, what it does is it goes and looks up in, in um, Google Sheets, right? I've got a connector for Google, all the connectors for Google. I can look in Google Sheet and say, oh, is this person there? Great. If they're there, actually what, what I aspire to next is we use uh, Zenefits. We have a Zenefits connector. And if somebody goes and creates a new person in Zenefits, guess what? I can see that and I can take action upon that and drive everybody into uh, a work, an onboarding flow internally. If I have a customers, if I add them in a HubSpot or Salesforce, 
guess what? I can see a new person has been added and I can create a flow and welcome that customer, right? I can do all this stuff regardless of the system. And that's super cool. So what happens here is I go, I look up a lot of gobbledygook, but at the end of the day, what I end up getting uh, and I'll just slide them for it. You can see that I'm talking to G Google Sheets. I'm talking to um, Gmail. Sometimes I'm talking to um, Slack. I'm basically translating, getting everything together, and I send you an email, right? And I say, hey, Jim, Judy, Joe, here's a customized training for just for you. If I have one customer that's like just an on-demand only, I can take them to those resources. If I have another customer that gets an ILT package, I can send that. I can fork and branch and do everything I want to do all on the fly. And this is not hard. I mean, what you're doing is you're adding cards. Add Google card, configure it, add another card, configure it, done. Now, if you're curious about that, this one isn't interactive as much as I'd like it to be, uh, but it's super cool and it took me, you know, hour or so to pull this together, test it and have it running. That's significant, and I did it. All right, so that's one of them. So let's talk about, go back to my slide here. So that would be like an onboarding flow. Now, for reporting, I have another flow that I like. And guys, tell me, tell me if I'm like going over on time, because I'll just burn through this. This one you can't see too terribly well, and let me zoomify it. This is just a representative picture of my training data, the videos. So I have a library, I use Wistia. Wistia has a connector, actually I built the connector, which that was fun. But what I have is I wanted to see how my videos, my training videos were performing external to my system. So what I was able to do is talk to Wistia and say, get me my library, cool, got that in the table. Then tell me week, every week, one of the problems with Wistia is that they only give me stats in the moment, in one point of time, now, whenever I ask for them. Well, that's not cool. What happened last week? What happened the week before? So what I did is I architected a whole series of flows that goes out, grabs that information, puts it in play, and then sends my boss and me a weekly report with week over week averages. Where is everybody at? What are the best performing pieces of content? And again, this is another system. Like a lot of learning management systems have videos that get dropped in from another system, this could be an add-on to that to give you that data. Because Wistia won't give you what you really need as a customer education person. You can't see week over week. So that one's really cool. And if I were to go into the product here, um, I, think I'll, I think I'll bore you on this one, but so I'll skip all the details. If you want to see the details, the cool thing about this is anything that you build in here, you can package it up and share it. So if somebody else, another friend of yours, has a similar environment to you, they have Salesforce, they have LearnDAO, they have SkillJar or whatever, you can share that with them and help them to speed up. You know, we're about finding the others around here and networking and helping, to, helping each other out. So that's super cool. All right, let's get to something you can do. Now this one I think is fun. So you'll see a URL here. It's bit.ly slash clab, all one word, dash adventure. If you got your mobile phone, type that in. And I'll give you just a minute here to play with that. Put in your email, select a couple of things. I tried to put more in there, it's gonna take a while. So there's only three options. Pick a couple things on it and click submit. So what you should get after you do that is you're gonna get an email back and it's gonna have links that go straight out to our educational material. And this is a customized thing. So let me go ahead. I think I had done it before. Nope. All right, I'll do it too. Okay, so I'm just gonna click a couple things in here and I'm gonna type in my email. I'm gonna hit submit. And again, while you're on there, notice that you're on the C-Lab website. That's where Adam and I have a podcast. It's a lot of fun. So this is, again, this is just a work in progress. I put this up in minutes. I didn't spend a lot of time doing this. And now at the end of that, when I'm done with it, you will see that you'll get an email. And here it is. 
It just says your adventures, now again, not formatted. I did this on the fly just to, to this afternoon. I just whipped this together. And you can see if I were to click on any one of these, uh, that will take me to the page in my academy. And there it is, right? Simple, easy to the point. That's a customized learning journey, which I think it's kind of cool because that's like the holy grail is. And I want to be able to have customers, I, and this is my stand. I do like to get to certification. I do like people to, to go through tracks. But you know when, when somebody's just getting onboarded for the first time or somebody's been using the product and they've got a new employee and we, you know, outside of onboarding, maybe you want to learn certain things. Well, I don't want to burden you. I want to give you what you need just in time, right in the moment. And this is the way to do that. I could embed that in my product. What you saw for that form, that's an embed. You can put it anywhere. That's super cool. So if you have a web, if you have a web page somewhere else, uh, podcast, whatever, you can embed that. Any questions about that? Did, did, did any of you get the emails back? Yeah, cool. All right. Let me go over one more. Uh, this is representative. This is a learner in trouble. Okay. How many of you have had to experience and, and de-escalate a situation where you had maybe contracted to or put in a contract to have learning delivered and then somebody is just really struggling? I, and one of my favorite stories that I like to tell uh, about my tenure at Gainsight was that I had one of, a, one of my CSM team come up to me frantically one day and he said, Dave, um, we have this person at a big company X. Okay, I'll, I'll be creative there. And the executives are, are pissed. They're pissed at you. Like, oh, okay, what did I do? Well, they, they're saying that we didn't commit, we didn't fulfill our obligation to training. Okay, what, what happened? And I showed him that report before, and I said, this individual, you're not seeing this individual because they never took training, right? Those are the one, kind of one of the, the things, or there was like one module. So I could look at places where maybe somebody didn't take training and they need to take training, or even better yet, are they struggling? Are they having problems? Are they getting consistently low scores on quizzes that I might offer? Are they not doing the other things that, that I would expect them to do? So an example of this, so I built this little, this little we call them a flow, F-L-O, you know, like um, progressive. Uh, here, what I'm doing is I'm looking for an individual and I'm actually looking at all my, and this isn't fancy, I did this just a few minutes ago just to prove a point. So if I run this one, and this is not gonna look fancy or anything, it's just gonna go, it's gonna look at all of my training records, all of them. And it's going to return the ones that are low scores under whatever I set. I set like lower than 70% on a quiz. This, most of us should do better than that. And at the end of that, what comes out of it is a report that says, oh, I've got all these learners that are getting consistently low scores. And hopefully this one executes. Here, I got a better way to do it. Cool thing about this is I can look at my history. I love this feature of the product. When you're like trying to do things and learn things, you could look at any execution of it and look at all the data that's flowing through the system as it goes, which is super cool because then you can figure out, well, when you screwed up, but if there's a particular problem, you can see it down at the, the quantified level. This one gets a little bit more tricky in the back end, but what you'll see here, and you can't see this too terribly well, it returns me a list of learners and an object and how many modules that they ha did they have that they f didn't do so well in. Some of these are ones, but then you can see, hey, this person here had six, this person here had five, those are score low scores. And then what I could do with that is my next step would be, hey, I'm gonna go to Slack and I'm gonna send the account manager or the customer success manager a note and say, you should probably check in on this person. And I'm gonna write a report to say, these are the people with consistently low scores. And then I'm gonna follow up on them. So you're not diversifying, you're spreading out into your company, you're learning information and helping them take action on it. Particularly customer success managers really wanna see this kind of information because this helps them to be proactive, which is the goal of avoiding churn. If you've got somebody that's lo not looking at the training or they're looking at it and they're struggling with it, it's a problem. We wanna help them out. 
So the, again, that's not a, a fully baked out solution, but again, I tried to, to whip some representative ones of things that people asked of me and how you can put it together. And again, these took, you know, maybe an hour or so at the end for the, some of the bigger ones and the smaller ones, not so long minutes. And then you can start asking questions and getting data so Isabel over here can start processing and saying, I need to make decisions on this and how do we do that? Okay, any questions about that so far? Am I, am I losing you? You're awake, right? <laughs> All right, so let's start wrapping it up. And again, I'd love to field some questions like learn what you're doing with data, what kind of struggles that you're having with your data, where you want to take it to. Azuqua sounds like a goofy name, right? I love the name. It sounds like kind of a zoo. Uh, it, it comes from Azure and Aqua because you know we're in, we're in a nice, beautiful office in Seattle and the Elliott Bay is out there. And somebody said, oh, well, let's name the company. It's the sky up here. No, whatever. So we got a funny name. We love it. We embrace it. We're not changing it now. We're there to help you eliminate the manual time-intensive tasks, provide automation, and use the tools you have, right? This is why I went to work for them and why it's so it's novel for me as a customer educator to like, now I have to teach with this, but now I'm, I, I'm very meta. So I'll build stuff and I'll show stuff in, in my, my coursework that you can immediately turn around and use. Just, okay, I trained you on that, but you've got a piece of work that you can take and you can use for your own learning data. So it's kind of cool. So we're here to help you automate things, help you reconcile your data and get things where they need to go so that other people can benefit from that, particularly you. Because I don't like spending a lot of my time doing hard, tedious tasks. All right, so that's it, okay? Um, it's a good time for Q&A. If you wanna find more about uh, this, you can check out our Azuqua stuff. I do have to espouse our uh, customer education C-Lab podcast. That's customer.education, that's a great domain. We released what, episode seven today? So go check it out. Lots of good stuff on there. It's helping you find the others. And if you wanna contact me, there's my information. We'll put this up. We're going to record this and have it available later. But if you want to copy of the deck, just let me know. And if you want to talk to me more about this, I'm here to, to chat with you and learn about what your needs are. And that's it. Any questions? Hello. Um, my question is, since this is a brand new customer education program um, that you're creating for Azuqua, what has been your single biggest challenge in creating this part? I know you're in the middle of it right now, but what's been your single biggest challenge? Related to, to what specifically? The content or the data or? Getting the whole thing mounted. I would say content or data, probably valid. Uh, content, I mean, I've done this for a while and content's, content's content. You know, elicitation, get my subject matter experts in the room, do all that. So I, I've been less concerned with that. But for me, one, actually, I'll be transparent. One of my biggest challenges at Azuqua is that I'm right now a one person customer education team. So it, it drives home the need when I look at these problems and someone says, Dave, I, I need this information. I'm like, oh, okay. So then I spend the time to get them that. And, and every time I'm asked for something like that, I know it's probably going to be more than one time. So I try to build something that's reusable, modular. And in fact, some of the stuff that I already built, I was able to use that today to show you this. And it saved me a bunch of time. So you start building stuff. I will still say that getting data together about stuff, particularly now I don't have a learning management system. I'm going to change that. But to get, I basically built my own. I'm not necessarily proud of that fact, but it was a really good uh, test to do, to see what you can do. So working with data, yeah, data is hard. People are asking me all the time, well, how many people at this count have this? How many people here are doing this? All right, thank you. All right, thanks everybody.